Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. This is your host, Francis Fidikovic, and on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the most valuable strategies to live your one wildly beautiful and most precious life because this is it, my friend. In case you haven't guessed when it comes to life, there's no rewind or pause button that exists. They say that the way that you spend your days is the way that you spend your life. So my one and only goal here is to help you stop wasting your time, stop holding yourself back in life, stop experiencing non-stop negative mind chatter, stop just dreaming without doing and start living life fearlessly instead with more purpose, focus and intention. I sincerely want you to live life in a way that when you come to the end of it, you know deep down in your heart that you 100% gave it your all, flaws and all. This podcast is not about doing life perfectly. Instead, it is about experiencing and living life with more clarity and courage and truly appreciating this precious adventure that we are so blessed to be on. So if you're with me here today, it's time to stop spinning in circles, get off the hamster wheel for good, put your hands back on the steering wheel of your life and finally start living life in a way that you won't later regret. With that being said, let's dive on in. Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Life School Podcast. This is your host, Francis Vidikovic, and today we're going to be having a very, very, very important conversation, and it's all to do with knowing that you can ask for help when you need it, because it's come to my attention, like over the last few months, just how many people don't ask for help, even when they're struggling, even when they're desperate, even when it feels like they're drowning in their life, they still don't ask for help. And I definitely should not sit here all high and mighty, because I know that for many years, I also didn't ask for help, even when I too was desperate for it, and still I didn't ask So rather than assuming that everyone knows that this is an option that you can just ask for help and you will get it, I want to dig in really deep in this episode and explore, you know, what keeps us stuck, what keeps us from asking for help when we actually genuinely do need it and how you can get over this hurdle yourself if you know you need help and yet you haven't yet mastered the skill of asking for it. And I have to say, like, this is a topic that's really dear to my heart because I have a son with a disability, like he's in a wheelchair, he's now 16. And I think that from day dot, I've always known that it's really important for me to share with him just how important it is that you cannot do everything on your own. There are going to be times that you need to ask for help. So it's really important that we get over this stigma of thinking that it's somehow less than when you ask for help, like that you should be able to do it all on your own. And I know for me, like if I had to try to do that via modeling, like I needed to show him, you know, when I need help, I'm willing to ask for it. But why don't we? Like, why don't we ask for help? So I wanted to dig in deep. And the first reason that I came up with as to why people sometimes just don't ask for help is because they actually do not know that it is an option. Now, maybe not so much nowadays, but back when my mom was, you know, a stay-at-home mom back in the 70s and all that, like there were so many people who didn't know, like it was an option to ask for help. And they also didn't know where they could get the help if it was an option. So we're going to talk more about that later, where to get help. But the first thing I want you to know is that it is an option. Okay, this is where I just literally say the words to you, getting help is an option. And I know that often like there's a lot of mind drama that's associated with asking for help, but let's just put that mind drama aside and just know like asking for help is an option. That's all. Like you're allowed to ask for help. And if you need help, you can ask for it. So now that you know, this is true that you can ask for help when you need it, why else do people get stuck? And the most common reason that I've identified is that they simply don't know who to ask. You know, who can they reach out to? Who can they trust? Who can they depend on? Now, once again, like that is the beauty of the internet. Like the age of the internet means that you have so many options to tap into, even if you don't currently know that they exist. Like back when I was young, I think that our only options were literally family and friends, or you'd go to the yellow pages and have to randomly like just pick a phone number, having no idea who was on the other side of that phone line. But nowadays, like you can 
can go onto the internet, search up a therapist. You can literally go into any Facebook group. And I feel like that is such a fantastic option for people who want to ask for help and might even be embarrassed because you can now do those anonymous posts. And I promise you, if you go to any group with like-minded people and you let them know what you are struggling with, what you are suffering with, and you just start by sharing those words, I need help. There will be someone that's willing to help you, if not plenty of people who will jump to your aid. And that's probably one of the best things that's come out of this age of technology is knowing that you can tap into help when you need it. Okay. So, so far I've covered the two main reasons why people don't ask for help. Number one is they don't know that it's an option. Number two is they don't know who to ask. And so that leads me to my next question. Why would someone who knows that help is an option and knows who they could potentially ask, like the answers on at your fingertips, whenever you go onto your computer, why would they still not ask? And the reason that I came up with is that they're often probably feeling very embarrassed about asking for help. And this is where I'm going to put my hand up and say that I used to also suffer from this. Like I pride myself of being able to do a lot. Like I am a super productive person. And I've probably spoken a lot about my insane levels of productivity on this podcast, but I'm going to share with you something like this is from the heart that's really started to dawn on me lately. Is this something that I really should be super proud of? I often get told that, you know, like I work at this superhuman pace, but ultimately like I still am a human. I really am just a normal human being. And I've started to realize that as much as productivity is fantastic, it's nothing to be proud of when it's to your detriment. So I just really want to make that clear. Like if your productivity levels and if the amazing stuff that you can do without asking for help is working for you, fantastic. But if it is to your detriment, if you are feeling exhausted or burnt out, I do not think that it's something that I should be patting myself on the back on or you should either. So just to say this in a different way, like if I am being productive and I'm honestly thriving, I'm buzzing, I feel like I'm in the flow and it's just like giving me energy, good on me and good on anyone that feels this way when they're being productive. Okay. It's totally fine to keep on going when your productivity is giving you this like new life force. But if it is to your detriment, if you are feeling really shit, we need to stop and assess what we are doing to ourselves. The goal of productivity is ultimately to feel better, not worse about yourself. And if you are feeling worse when you're productive, I definitely do not encourage you or me to pride ourselves on this fact, on how much we can do. Because of course, like if you push yourself, you probably can do more and more and more. But should you, like that's the question, should we push ourselves more and more and more when it leaves you feeling totally drained and exhausted? So coming back to this idea, like I said, the reason people don't ask for help is because they get really embarrassed. They think, oh my gosh, like they have to be able to do it all on their own. And this is where I challenge you to think about this question. Even if you could do it all on your own and it left you feeling totally exhausted, why would you? Why would you do it all on your own if help is an option? And as I've already said, it is an option. Do you think that you're going to get a medal or a little badge, you know, for doing it all on your own? I promise you, like no one's going to be delivering anyone. Otherwise, I would probably have a thousand of those badges for trying to show myself and prove to myself that I am fully capable of doing things on my own. Now, every now and then, like it does feel fantastic. It gives you a little bit of a buzz to know that you are capable of doing things on your own. But there is a breaking point that we all reach when you don't share the load. You cannot carry the entire load on your shoulders for your entire life without there being some damage to your body and probably to your mental spirit as well. And the best way to release that load is to hand it to someone else or put it down or realize that you don't have to carry the entire load. You never have had to. But the only issue is that when we do it consistently over and over again, without asking for help, without sharing the load, and the people in our life think, well, that's just the way it is. Okay, she 
just does it all. She's capable of doing it all because she's never said otherwise. But from here on today, I want you to know that asking for help is a sign of strength. It is definitely not anything to be embarrassed about. And if anything, like not asking for help when you need it, that is a sign of weakness. So how do you go about telling people that you need help when they might have watched you for years and years and years? Do it all on your own. This is where you just need to be honest and vulnerable with them and say, you know, I do need help. I've actually always struggled doing things on my own. And I know that I should and could have asked for help in the past, but I'm just going to start today because I cannot continue this way going through life without ever sharing my burdens and my load and so forth. And if you have kids yourself, like if you're a parent, I've got two teens. I don't think there's anything better that you can model for them, model to them this skill of asking for help show them how it's done. And what you're going to be teaching them is that if they are ever struggling with anything in their life, like in the future, they will know that asking for help is an option and they will know because you taught them that skill. And if you're sitting there listening, well, you know, no one ever taught me how to ask for help. It wasn't modeled to me by my own parents. This is where I share with you that it's okay. It's okay to just practice this skill. It's just like learning to drive a car. Like none of us know how to drive a car until we actually practice and you can practice asking for help. And I feel like I need to repeat. I need to like Shout it from the rooftops. Asking for help is a sign of strength. Let's just repeat that together. Asking for help is a sign of strength, my friend. Okay, it is definitely not a sign of weakness. And how do I know this is true? It's because when you do ask for help, when you need it, you feel stronger. And when you don't ask for help, even though you need it, you feel weakened by that. You feel weakened by the lack of help. And the reason that I wanted to have this whole conversation with you today is because I know that I can help you if you need help. I was once upon a time a full-time life coach, and now I am a digital course creator, and I help women. I help mums achieve their dreamy goals without ever having to sacrifice their sanity or their family life. I truly believe that you can have all three. You can have your sanity, you can have a fantastic family life, and you can achieve your goals at the same time. For me to just know that someone could be out there listening and struggling. And when I know that I have the tools and resources to help them, it sort of like pains my heart a bit, which is why I'm sharing with you these words today. If you need help, ask for it. Okay. Ask me how I can help you. And I will do my best to answer that question. I am here to help you. I'm here to serve you. That is why I've recorded almost 400 episodes. Not because, you know, I love sitting down and listening to the sound of my own voice. I definitely don't, but I do love serving you. I do love providing value. And most of all, I love, love, love creating causes that solve a specific problem. If you are struggling with something, there's a very good chance that I've created an in-depth course that shows you the simplest and most effective way to get to the other side. I always like to use the analogy of like there being an island of where you want to get to, and yet you are on the other side, on that riverbank, struggling, waving your hands, wishing there was a way like a bridge just to get to the other side, to get to where you want to go. My courses are that bridge for you. And you can always go to inspiringmumlife.com and check out either the shop tab or the courses tab. And that is where you'll find all my signature courses and so much more. And I want to end this episode by stating that just like it's a sign of strength to ask for help, it's also a sign of strength to offer help for you to know that you can help someone and to tell those words to whether it's your kids or your friends or family members. Like if you need help, ask for it. I will help help you. That's what I'm doing here at the end of this episode, letting you know that if you are struggling with self-sabotage or procrastination or action taking or anything along those lines, I can help you. And I think it's really important that you say those words to the people that you love in your life. Just say those words to them. I'm here to help you. Or what can I do to help you? Tell me what can I do to help you? 
just hearing those words and just saying those words are like a blanket of love and they don't have to take you up on the offer but how much more reassuring how much more at peace do you feel just knowing that that help is an option that you've got it there in your corner like if help is offered to you and the same can be said when you offer help to your family and friends like so many times like we just assume oh they'll ask for help if they need it no they sometimes need to hear you say i'm here to help you and so for my kids to know that i'm here to help them when they need it that just gives me a sense of peace because even if they don't take me up on it at least i've made it clear to them that it is an option and chances are like the family and friends that you've trust the most that you lean on the most now today are the ones that have offered you help in the past. So that's it, my friend, for today's episode. Please know that I am here to help you and go out there and offer help to the people who you love just so they know that they have that option at their disposal. So that's it, my friend, for today's episode. As always, I hope you have the most fabulous week and I cannot wait to catch you here on the next episode. Until then, take care, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. If you'd love to stay in touch, please know that you can always find me on Instagram at Francis Fidakovic, or you can visit my website, inspiringmumlife.com, where you can sign up and receive so many amazing freebies that I've created just for you to help you implement all my teachings into practice. There you'll also find all my online courses, resources, and programs that I've created to help you uplift your life in seriously the simplest way possible so that you can ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter, and allows you to show up in a way that you love as your best and most authentic version of yourself. Now, remember, this podcast is all about not just dreaming, but also doing because to create true sustainable change in your life, you need to be willing to do things differently. And that's what I'm here to support you to do every single step along the way so that you too can begin to live your one wild and precious life with less stress, less overwhelm, less drama, and instead with zero regrets. Finally, if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content, I would absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more people wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose, and your review will help make this goal of mine possible. Once again, thank you so much. I have loved spending this time with you, and I look forward to connecting with you again. I am Frances Vitakovic, and you have been listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast.